something new on Air LA every day. My name is Dr. Bill Takeshta, and I'm the Chief of Optometric Services at the Center for the Partially Sighted in Los Angeles, California, and the Consulting Director of Low Vision at the Braille Institute of America. Each Sunday, we're going to bring you tips and information to help you to live with low vision. Things you need to know about glaucoma. Glaucoma is one of the more common causes of vision impairment among Americans today. Many people don't truly understand what is glaucoma. I've had many of my patients ask me if it was some sort of a film or a slimy type of a tissue that grows over the eye. Others have asked me if it's a situation in where there's something growing inside the eye. Well, the truth to it is that glaucoma is a term that describes a condition in which there's too much pressure inside the eye. This added pressure inside the eye causes the nerve in the back that sends information to the brain to become damaged. To better understand this, we can kind of review the anatomy of the eye. Now, the eye is made up of different structures, and in the very front of the eye, light is going to be bent into through the front of the eye and it's eventually going to focus through the pupil. Now the pupil is the black circular structure right in the center of the colored part of your eye. When you look at yourself in the mirror you might notice that you either have brown eyes or blue eyes or green eyes but right in the very center there's a black circle and that black circle is actually a hole and this is where the light comes in. Now what we know is that in between the structure of the pupil and the very front of your eye, the eye is actually filled with a watery fluid, and this is called aqueous. Aqueous sort of sounds like aqua, and agua is a form of water. So, inside the eye, the colored part of the eye is always producing this clear aqueous fluid, and as it produces it, it supplies nutrients and oxygen and other types of important chemicals for the function of the eyes to stay healthy. Now, as the eye is producing this aqueous watery fluid, it's also draining it out. If we didn't drain it out, we could imagine that the eye would explode, very similar to putting the water into a water balloon. So in the normal situation, the eye is always making this clear watery fluid and it's always draining it out. Now in some people we'll find that the amount of fluid inside the eye actually tends to accumulate. This might be because the eye is making too much water or it could be because the fluid, the watery substance, is not being drained out quick enough. And when this occurs it tends to cause the eye to expand and it exerts pressure towards the back of the eye and in the very very back of the eye there's a nerve that consists of millions of small little fibers and these fibers then send the electrical signals from the eye to the brain. While in glaucoma the pressure that's created from the increased amount of fluid in the eye causes pressure on those millions of little nerves and these nerves then die and as the nerves die, less information is being sent from the eye to the brain. Now glaucoma is most often going to affect people after the age of 40, so it's very important that at the age of 40 and every year after that you have your pressure checked. This is one test of glaucoma. 
Many people mistakenly think that this is the only test for glaucoma, but in reality there's three tests that you need to have to prevent blindness due to glaucoma. One of them would be the pressure test. The second would be to have a doctor look at those nerves inside the eye. There are now different instruments that could take pictures and from this they can identify if there's some early changes to that optic nerve. As a matter of fact, my father who's 80 years old has recently started to have some changes to that nerve so eye drops were prescribed to lower the pressure of his eye. The third test that's often done during a glaucoma test is that they will often measure your peripheral vision or how well can you see through the corners of your eyes. This test is painless and it's very easy in which you simply place your head inside of an instrument. Now this instrument has a very large dome and as you look at the center of the dome there will be small lights that are going to flash in the upper or the lower or the right or the left or any of these other regions of your side vision. And as you keep your eyes focused on the light in the center, you simply click a button with your finger and it's going to tell the machine that you saw it or you didn't see it. Now from this test, we can identify if there's certain areas of your peripheral vision that is not functioning normally and this is also another indication of glaucoma. Now many people with glaucoma don't know that they have glaucoma because it's usually not painful. When the pressure is slightly increased, there's no pain, there's no blurred vision, it doesn't affect any aspect of your vision unless it's such that the pressure becomes very, very high. Now if a person goes for many years, say from the age of 40 to the age of 50 where the pressure is too high, we may then find that the peripheral vision is the first thing to go people may start to trip over curbs and steps or they may not see things or they might start to get in frequent car accidents. This loss of peripheral vision also really affects night vision. So many people often will simply not go out at night or they're a little more careful when they're walking and they still don't know they have glaucoma. Another year or two goes by and eventually they realize that they have tunnel vision. They can't see anything off to the sides. The problem with this is the fact that this is permanent. Once those nerves have been damaged, it's permanent. So the best way to treat glaucoma and for you to live with your glaucoma is to truly follow your doctor's instructions. The first treatment that's usually going to be performed is to take eye drops. These eye drops are sometimes put in your eye twice a day. Other drops are just used once a day. Now some of these eye drops are fairly expensive. They might be 50 or $60 a bottle and I've seen so many times where my patients didn't use the drops because they were so expensive. Or I've seen other times that people just couldn't get the drops inside your eyes. It's really important that you have your doctors teach you how to put the drops in your eyes and there's also these other sort of gadgets that you could put over your eye to help you to put the drops inside your eye easier. By taking these drops, it's almost similar to putting a little bit of liquid plumber down your drain. It helps to open the drain so the pressure is reduced. There's other types of eye drops that will stop the eye from producing as much fluid and there's also pills that can also be taken by mouth to reduce the pressure. So you really need to follow what your eye doctor is telling you with respect to these medications. 
In some situations, your doctor will recommend a form of surgery so that a small tube could be placed into the eye to reduce some of that kind of pressure. There's sometimes the use of a laser beam to open up the drains, and the technology is really helpful where many people who would have been blind 10 years ago are now having vision because the doctors could save their vision. Now, people who have glaucoma usually do extremely well with low vision. You should consult with a low vision optometrist who could prescribe new glasses. There are glasses that could let more light in to improve your night vision, improve your reading, and improve your ability to see the television. There's also other types of tinted glasses that are effective for people with glaucoma who are bothered by the glare out stars. You also want to ask your low vision specialist about lighting. With more lighting, people with glaucoma will often see much better. So you could increase the lighting of your home, and this could make things much, much easier for you to do. So there's many things that are available to help people with glaucoma, and the most important things to remember are to take the medications, see your eye doctor for your glaucoma checks at least two times a year, and then see a low vision optometrist or ophthalmologist who could improve your remaining vision with visual aids. So I hope this information is helpful to you, and by understanding what's helpful for glaucoma, you too will learn to cope with living with low vision. For Ayers LA, this is Dr. Bill Takeshita. This podcast is intended solely for the use of the blind and the print-impaired audience. Any unauthorized use is prohibited. Prohibited.